The big question is this, how are real estate entrepreneurs like us who spend money from our own pockets to build a brand, generate leads, and deliver value to our clients, how do we do all of that and still earn our next million dollars in income? If you want proven secrets to get to your next million, keep listening. If you want it faster, go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. Welcome to the Kingston Lane Podcast. All right, so listen to this. I was on a call with an agent a few days ago, and uh, the call was about systems and you know what systems are working, what systems aren't working. And uh, some more, sometime in the conversation, it came up that, uh, hey, you know what? I, I just... If I was only in the right market, or if I only had the experience, if, or if I was only at this brokerage, if my comp plan was different, right? All these excuses started coming up um, in regards to if, if life was only this way, my life would be easier. Meaning if I only had X, then I would have more of X. If I was a little bit taller, I'd be a little bit more successful. If I you know, grew up with a different family, I'd be more successful. If I was in a different market, if I had a higher average sales price, if you know, I had started, if I wasn't in this type of market cycle, if maybe I sold multifamily, like all these excuses came up. If only I had this, uh, then that would happen, right? You hear Sharon and I talk about all the time, if I only had Tony Hawk skateboard, uh, I could skateboard like Tony Hawk, right? I could skate like Tony Hawk, and we all know that's not true. Uh, so I sat there and thought for a minute, you know, I heard the agent out and they, they just kept talking and talking and talking and talking. And I'm sure he's listening to this right now, but by this time he'll understand where I'm coming from. And, uh, you know, I let him get everything out and I said, you know what? I believe that you are on the brink of hitting a major lottery. And, uh, he paused for a second and he goes, I don't play the lottery. And, he, and I said, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't mean go buy a lottery ticket. I said, if you were to look at all possible you know, chances in life that you were given, I think you've already hit the lottery. And he goes, well, I, I beg to differ. And I said, let's do a quick Google search. And he said, okay, and this person lives in California. They don't, um, I won't say which part of California, but, but a, a very nice part of California, I'll put it that way. And uh, so I did a quick Google search. And here's what I searched. I searched um, the longest living creatures and the shortest living creatures. Let me read you this really quick. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, I've got six examples right here. A chameleon, all of you guys know what a chameleon is, right? Pretty cool lizard-looking um, creature, right? They only live to be a year old. Only live to be a year old. Um, a house mouse, like a normal mouse you'd see in your house, they barely make it to a year. A dragonfly only lives for four months. Housefly, uh, best case scenario, assuming they can eat, which uh, I learned Googling this, most of them never find food. Uh, if they do find food, they can live for four weeks Male ants, uh, they call them the, I don't know if they're called army ants or, or, or uh, I think they're called drone ants if I remember right. Uh, they live for three weeks, best case scenario. Uh, a mayfly lives for 24 hours. I want you to think about that for a second. A mayfly, I don't even know what a mayfly is, it just showed up in this Google search, only lives for 24 hours. So when you think about winning the lottery, I, I told this person, I said, hey, is, is there could not have been a better opportunity for you to exist on this planet. And he said, Steve, I kind of understand what you're talking about, but I, I'm, you know, it, this is harder than you're saying. You're making it seem so early. I said, look, you could have been born a Mayfly, but instead you're a, you know, you know, citizen of the United States of America, in my opinion, the greatest country on the world. You live in California. One of the best areas in the entire planet is where you live and you're alive in, in 2019. I don't know about you, but you are literally at the top of the food chain. There, there is no 
higher part of the food chain that you could possibly be a part of. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are directly selling the evolutionary chain short if you don't work your face off and leave everything on the table by the time you leave this planet. And he kind of paused there. And he said, you know what, some of the things I was talking about earlier don't seem to really make sense right now, do they? I'm like, no, look, you could be a chameleon. You know, you probably have a pretty cool life. You could change colors, but guess what? You only need to live for a year. How many times do you have years that just like, literally one year just goes by and you don't even remember it? For some mammals, for some animals, from I guess that was a reptile technically, um, you know, that's their whole life is one year. One year they're on this planet and then they're gone. Now, whether you believe in like reincarnation or whatever happens out of death, that's something totally different. But that chameleon has one year to fulfill its destiny. One year. Let me give you something even more interesting. I'm like totally infatuated by this, by the way. Uh, those of you guys that know me personally or you're ever on our webinars or the mastermind calls or if you're in revenue systems, you hear me say all the time that I have to live to 120. I have to. And not, not I want to. Not it will be cool. I literally have to live to 120 to achieve what I want to achieve on this planet. I can't do it in 70 years. Literally, the goals are that big, right? And, you know, some of it's money goals, some of it's homeless goals, some of it's, you know, giving back goals and, and having so much money that I have the ability to make such a massive contribution on this planet. That type of wealth that I need to make the impact that I want to make doesn't happen overnight, right? So I have to literally buy time. I read this book, and if you guys haven't read this book, you should read it. It's not the most... Uh, most. It's not the most emotionally stimulating book in the world, but the book is called Bold. It's by an author called, uh, by the name of Peter Diamandis, uh, Dr. Peter Diamandis, actually, to be exact. And there's a section, I actually think it's in the first handful of chapters, where he talks about um, the human life. I think it's called the Human Life Extension Project. I think that's what he calls it. I probably should have looked it up before I recorded this. Super, super, super interesting. Like, I could read this stuff all day long. Like through gene sequencing, uh, I'm sorry, uh, like genome sequencing and, and gene editing, they are basically coming up with artificial white bodies that will be able to fight off diseases that our older bodies just can't fight off to where by 2020, 2022, 2025, you know, some, sometime in the very near future, this is not like, you know, 100 years from now, in the very near future, it will not be uncommon for people to live to 145 years old. And I know what you guys are thinking right now, like, dude, what would I look like at 145 years old? Like, I, I've got a, you know, I have a, I have a grandma, I have, uh, she would be a grandma-in-law, I guess. She passed away, she made it to 99. Uh, my grandma right now is, is in her late 90s, right? And uh, no signs of showing that, you know, the time is near or anything like that. Our bodies tend to age based on how we treat them, Right? Those of you guys know, I, I live in uh, Carlsbad, California. I surf all the time. And there are plenty of people in the water with me every single day that are well into their 70s. And you go into some of the other markets and, you know, well into their 70s is, is the end of their life cycle, right? Everything is relevant based on the purpose you have. So if you're having doubts around who you are, what you're doing, what you've achieved, what you've not achieved, where you're going, where you think you may not be going, or maybe you're just you know, like one of the many people who unfortunately is stuck in the past and hasn't made that transition to look towards the future, I'm telling you right now, you are number one, 100% in control of your destiny. I want you to write that down. You are 100% in control of your destiny because your destiny is not predicated on your past. It is only, it only depends on the actions you take today. Now, 
You may have had a lazy past. You may have had a, a tough upbringing. You may have had a totally different life. Maybe, maybe you had a totally different life and now you're, you're starting over. Look, the past doesn't matter. It does not dictate or predicate the actions that you take today. So that's number one that I would write down from this podcast, that your destiny is whatever you make of it. And for some of you guys, you know, it's shooting for the moon. Other, others just want, they just want to be liquid in life. There is no wrong destiny. It's whatever destiny you want out of it. I would argue that the, you will generate more stress in life when you're seeking or chasing a destiny that your heart is not into. Maybe you're just doing it for the aesthetics of it. I have plenty of friends that you know, only make a lot of money for the sheer reason to buy goods. There's nothing wrong with that. For some people, they're driven by that. But for most people, when they chase the money for the sole factor of you know, getting the dollar amount, they tend to sell themselves short because when they realize how hard it is and how much you know, brute force work ethic it takes, they, they just... They fall short. And I'm using money as an example. You could, you could apply that to anything, right? It could be you know, being a musician or being a surfer or being a real estate agent or, or any of that stuff, right? If your heart is not in it, and I'll talk about this on, on another podcast, there, there's a weird like thing going around right now and it seemed to kind of dying off. You don't have to work your passion to, to achieve your passion. Meaning if like, you guys know this, I think most of you know, I've, I've been a drummer since I was about seven years old. I still play every single day. And you know, I would love to have a life to where uh, I make what I make now or have the opportunity to make what I'm going to make in the future, however you want to look at it, and play drums all day every day. Not that it's not realistic, but I don't need to be a drummer to, to have fulfillment. I just need to be able to play drums all the time. Now, uh, do I wish I was the uh, fifth drummer of Pearl Jam? Sure. And, and, you know, there's still time. They're not going anywhere any, anytime soon. So maybe that's uh, something that's likely. But you don't have to work your passion to achieve your passion. That, that'd be what I'd write down secondly. You don't need to work your passion to achieve your passion. Now, the opposite is also untrue. You can't do something you hate to achieve your passion either. If you hate what you do, the work ethic is going to show up accordingly. If you hate what you do, the work ethic will show up accordingly, right? So you got to find that happy balance of something that, hey, you know what? I get fulfillment out of this. I can get the life I want, whether that's monetary or whether that's time and freedom and travel or, or whatever drives you. All, all of that's totally okay, right? Uh, but you don't have to work your passion to achieve your passion. Here's the last thing I would tell you. Everybody that's listening to this right now, there is no better place you could have been in the history of the entire world, however old you believe this world is, I, I think the latest estimate is like 6 billion years old. I could be a little off on that. Um, but however old this, this earth is, there is no better time to be alive. Now, you could have said that in 1984 and 2001 and, and you know, 1 BC and, and, and 10 million years ago, right? It's all the same thing, right? The best time to be alive is always right now. It's kind of like that Chinese pro proverb, right? Best time to plant a tree was, was 100 years ago. The second best time was right now. There is no better time than right now. And 100 years from now, our great-grandkids and great-grandkids of theirs are going to say, oh my gosh, this is the best time to ever be alive. But here's what I know to be true. You could have been bo uh, born a mayfly. That could have been your destiny, right? Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, I think in one podcast, said it was one out of 1.3 trillion are the odds to be born and raised in the United States. One in 1.3 trillion, and I'll have to look this up to make sure that, I, I'm pretty sure it was a trillion number. It was a crazy big number. And I don't know about you guys, the last time I checked the lottery odds, one in 1.3 trillion was much lower odds than winning the Powerball, right? So anytime you guys find yourself like in doubt or what am I here to do or am I doing the right thing, am I doing the wrong thing, just remember, 
You were brought on this planet and you were given a 1 and 1.3 trillion odds of being who you are today. So it is up to you to own that lottery ticket, to give back based on what you were given, right? It's so, so important. Don't get stuck in the deals. Don't get stuck in the day-to-day. And I guess this podcast, I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to all of you as well, because I think we're all subject to those moments of doubt and those moments of, man, am I doing the right thing? Or am I on the right path? Or is there something else out there? Like everybody goes through it, right? But when you realize, when you, when you, when you level up a little bit, when you, when you go up in the sky and you look at your life from a thousand feet in the air, I think all of us can look down and say, you know what? There truly isn't a better time to be alive. Our best days are not behind us. They're, ne- they're never behind us. They're always in front of us. And that's how winners think. So my name is Steve Olson. If you guys have any questions, definitely you know, reach out to us on social media. We'll help you however you can. Remember, one out of 1.3 trillion, you already won the lottery. You don't need the check to prove it. So I need you to act according to that, right? I love you all. Let us know how we can help. I'll see you on the next one. Do you want more real estate secrets? Then go get all our best kept secrets that agents around the world are using to win more listings, grow their teams, and make a fortune every single day. Go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. That's kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets.